a surprise <laughs> coming a Hello. little bit different <laughs> it's so lovely to be here thank you so much for having me yeah it's so beautiful to have you asha so uh, we've got a guest um here on our spiritual bites a beautiful woman that nicolette and i both know um and asha is you know we just all connected i know that nicolette can share her story with um how she met asha asha uh, for me, it was, you know, we just connected straight away. You've just got such a beautiful um, heart and soul and um, such a lovely energy. And you're also um, work as, you know, like in the field with the mind, right, and, and spirit. So can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, Asha? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. That's so lovely. And I definitely feel the same way about both of you ladies. And, you know, I was just reflecting when... Um, I was asked to to join you both today how privileged I feel that the universe has brought both of you into my life and um, yeah I felt the exact same way the the very first second I met the both of you so it's really nice to be able to collaborate today like this. Um, so yeah my background is in, in psychology. Uh, I've had 10 years working with people in a clinical setting and then when corona hit, I really wanted to offer some of the, the strategies and philosophies that I had seen work really well in, um, in private settings and, you know, make them more accessible for everyone who was obviously going through an adjustment period. And that's such um, a big transition in going from a, a private setting and a clinical setting into more of an online space and, and supporting um, people more publicly, I guess. So, um, so that's what I do now. And I work with businesses in mindset coaching and um, actually teach a custom system of self-actualization, which obviously brings in mind, body and spirit. So, um, so yeah, I feel really privileged to do the work that I do and, you know, always humbled by the beautiful people that it brings into my life. And, you know, it's, it's really just uh, a joy to share because that's, that's exactly why I made the transition so I could share and connect with as many um, beautiful people as, I, as possible and, and help them share their light as well. So That's awesome. And, and it's so beautiful too. It's, it's a big shift from working in a, um, you know, clinical setting and having a stable, you know, stable routine and, and income and all that sort of stuff to opening up and jumping the chasm and, and stepping into the unknown um, and, you know, moving into that space with other women. So well done to you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> that really resonates and um, definitely having to um, practice what I preach through that trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Embracing all the discomfort and everything and, um, yeah. and a whole bunch of new learning. But, uh, you know, I mean, I think that's part of the fun and the journey and then also how we get to pay it forward inevitably as well. So Absolutely. Yeah. You, you learn from yeah. experience, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, thank and you. good morning to you, Nicole. Nicolette, we're sitting there quietly in the background. <laughs> Watching the magic. Yeah. So, so just really quickly, Nicolette, how did you um, connect with Asha? Well, originally we, we connected through an online course that we were both doing and Asha reached out to have um, a, a healing session with me and that 
that session and the instant that we met was that feeling of, oh, I know this person from probably many lifetimes. <laughs> um, and I, I, I quickly recognised that Asha was going to be a friend for life. And um, we've done so many, so many things together. Um, more like fairly recently, Asha presented at one of my retreats to my clients. And that was a privilege to see her in, in everything that she has created for her business and mission to see her present that and have it deepen the experience of my clients. Um, she's, yeah, she's a weapon in the field. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> so I just wanted to say thank you to everyone that's on here and saying hello. So anyone, uh, I can see we've got a few people on. So if you want to just say hello in the chat, it would lo be lovely. So lovely to see you, Kathy, here. Kathy's here and um, Helen's here. here and Helen's here. Helen's, Helen's one of our um, uh, constants on here. What do you call that when you say, you know, like she's. she's <laughs> yeah, yeah, we love you dearly. We love you dearly. So, <laughs> so um, today we're talking about um, grief, which is is a really um, interesting topic, isn't it? Because and and so at at uh, for where we're at at the moment, because there's so many different layers and levels to grief that not many people actually understand. Really, um, some sometimes people uh, have no realization that they're actually going through grief. I know this just. Um, my own under my own own process i remember my dad died when i was 15 and um i went on a 10-year binge um big time numbing myself out and and doing crazy stuff with you know partnering crime the father of my kids and it wasn't until about five years after that process and and you know clearing myself out and and moving into my spiritual side that i went ah oh, i was grieving and I didn't realize because um, you know I was I was doing my best because I didn't have anyone to you know navigate that for me. So, but grief can be as small as you know um, from one stage to another, going from you know like like this morning I just had some news that I didn't want to hear, <laughs> and and it was and it was nothing major. But there's some grief in that, you know, like there's a, there's, you know, like do you, where do I go with that? Do I, do I move into just focusing forward? I acknowledge the grief, you know, and, and move on because it wasn't a big thing. But um, I believe that there's grief in so many different um, stages because when there's, there's the growth of something new, then there's the death of something that's, you know, the, the, um, the stage before, right? And we're constantly growing. Stages, we're, yeah. We're constantly growing and evolving, so therefore we're constantly grieving. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's, there's a death cycle. Version of ourselves mm. and grieving relationships that change, grieving circumstances, places. We're constantly grieving, and I think people think that grief is a bad thing and they try to suppress it and push it down, but actually to acknowledge it and allow it to flow through and have the tears and and then be able to release it and move on is the important thing. 
Mm, mm. Yeah. And, and, and know that that's the cycle, right? Because when like grief is a little bit taboo as well in society, isn't it? So there's this, you know, like, oh, we can't show that side of ourselves or, you know, whatever. And so we tend to suppress it. And, but when you go, oh, it's part of the natural cycle, cycle. Oh, okay. And, and allow our psyche to understand that then that gives us a bit of a reprieve as well and, and helps the process, yeah? Mm -hmm. So, so Asha, we'd love to hear your, um, uh, your take on it with your professional, you know, yeah, sure. uh, information as well. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love what you have both said and, and, and couldn't agree more. And, Elizabeth, with um, exactly what you said, what I love in your story is that you mentioned after losing your father there was this prolonged grief period mm. and and it was actually in allowing your spiritual side to come to the fore that some of that healing really began to take place and in my experience grief is a spiritual process and and again to your point in that grief can be taboo or it's being about being behind closed doors because we always want to present our best face and that we're okay and we're trying to house other people's experience of our grief so we tend to go into that kind of protection mode and think that that's something to do in silence and the irony being is that healing and moving through grief is about connection so it makes perfect sense that when we allow ourselves to connect with that spiritual side and our philosophy to grow and shift and become more connected Suddenly, it all takes its natural order. But even in my um, discipline and my training, there's a degree of separateness in going, okay, well, this is a grief process and this is what normal grief looks like and these are some strategies and focus on self-care. And all of that misses the big picture in terms of this is a philosophy um, experience where does my current philosophy philosophy about myself others and our experience of the universe safely house what I have encountered and it's not until discussions get that big and then you team it with the healing modalities and strategies and build that tribe up where these things can be in flow and grace and we recognize the um, universal experience that's when we transition out of it and, and become more of our higher self or transcendental self because now we actually can, like Nicolette said, um, see it for what it is, which is a continual growth journey throughout life. And when we see grief as growth and acknowledging and honouring that part of our life, then we can safely begin to start to safely house it. I want to highlight what you said about um, other people, housing other people's experience of our grief because it's a natural reaction. I had I had an experience just yesterday. I was in, um, I stayed in Milton in Brisbane on Saturday night. Um, no, sorry, not yesterday, the day before. Um, and on Saturday, I spent a bit of time in the area that I used to live with my two children and um, you know, when COVID hit, 
Millie and I moved to Toowoomba and Tom stayed in Brisbane with his dad and we left Milton. We left that unit there and that the life that we had there. And sitting there at the at the um, cafe, I could see myself walking to the, walking the kids to the train station and what my life was then. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't know that that grief was still there until confronted with the um, the the experience of being in in the place, the environment. Yeah. Yeah, and the beautiful soul that I was with, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, and I just started crying. <laughs> and she was like, it's fine, it's fine. You you cry if you need to cry. Um, yeah, but it, it we had that. I had that natural reaction of, oh, I this isn't this isn't appropriate right now. I shouldn't be grieving right now. It's really interesting, isn't it? Hey, when we because we think of others. We've been conditioned and uh, to think of what others will experience us as, or you know, think of others outside of ourselves in, instead of allowing a natural process to be happening in our body, um, and and letting that flow. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what I what I can also hear in in what Nicoletta said because she's so insightful and so self-reflective how quickly you were able to identify that ah this is this is a grief process for me and what I'm feeling right now is actually grief Mm. because a lot of people might have felt really overwhelmed or sad or um or some kind of strong emotional response to that and then can also make really big life decisions and going well if I'm feeling this way about it then something must be wrong and now I've suddenly got to fix that. Yeah. Yes. Or yeah. I need to move back so I no longer feel this. Mm. So, so they, make really, yeah, <laughs> they make really big life decisions based on this emotion rather than doing exactly what you did, which was, oh, I'm having a grief um, response, which is totally normal because this was such a beautiful um, chapter for us and there's so m- many treasured things here for me. And my body is acknowledging that, you know, so and so I just want to, you know, acknowledge you and honour you for, you know, your, your masterful insight and, you know, how you're able to so quickly recognise that, knowing you, how quickly you're also able to do the work. Well. <laughs> really sad. So I know by next week, oh, by, you know, in a few days' time, we'll, you'll be like, oh, yeah. You know, so. um, and it's, it's really like this is where... Um, I've always said, and I, I want to uh, address something that Helen just brought up in a minute as well, but um, um, this is where I've always felt like labels are, you know, there's a dichotomy to labelling because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that when you're having an experience, to label it and to understand it with, oh, this is what, what I'm experiencing is a good thing because it gives you a relief, it gives your conscious mind the ability to somewhere to put it <laughs> somewhere to put it lock it in you know and then <clears throat> once you've labeled it then you can let go of a label you know like and and this is one of those great op, you know like okay this is grief so you know people can go into sadness and all these things oh, i'm feeling this but but if they don't recognize it as grief the cycle can can go out of whack and and either perpetuate something else or be mm. suppressed and locked into the body right and so you know when you label it and go oh this is what I'm experiencing 
and um and I'm okay with that. I, I had a client once years ago whose husband had um had an affair uh, and left her after 25 years and she was just shattered and she came to me um you know wanting me to clear her grief and I said I can, we can work on your confidence and all these things but grief is a natural process and it's something you actually need to go through so let's work with it I can't clear it I think you need to work with it and then let's work on your confidence instead you know so um i just wanted to bring up something that helen's just brought up um helen said um that she felt huge grief when melbourne went back into lockdown because she used to live in melbourne uh, and she's relieved she's not there this time and mixed emotions um who would love to talk about what's going on at the moment and um and grief around this whole idea that our world has completely changed, right? And where our conscious and subconscious may be um, totally in disarray and, and not functioning well because of that, because we, we don't have that safety. Because things have changed so rapidly and so dramatically for a lot of people. And so their subconscious is still trying to place where they are and what's actually happening is mm -hmm. completely different to that. So there's a lot of people feeling very lost. Yes, very, very out of their body, right? Because it brings up safety issues from, you know, if you've got issues of um, not feeling safe from childhood, some somewhere locked into your subconscious, then this is definitely going to be triggering that, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's... It's um, what are your thoughts on how to support people through this time? Mm, it's, it's such a great question and such a great point because like we've been talking about, there, there will be a natural grief and readjustment period through all of this because, you know, we're not just grieving the loss of a certain quality of life indicators like being able to go to the the cafe or catch up with a friend this weekend where we're grieving the fact that we are actually going through a global transition right now mm. so letting go of all of those global norms and allowing space for that that wave to actually come and go and then also be gentle with ourselves as for all the ebbs and flows and um you know, to the point about mixed emotions, it always it also makes perfect sense in that there's there's a part of us that recognizes our own gratitude and how grateful we are that that's not our current experience. And then if we are closely linked to people down there or you know have lived down there ourselves, so we we have that kind of really intimate knowledge about an area, we also deeply feel for others. And so it can be quite uncomfortable to kind of feel that in a kind of feeling torn in going in one way, I feel really grateful and relieved. And in the other hand, I feel really attached to this. And so I'm not sure really what, where I stand in that and then how I feel about this or how I'm supposed to feel. And mm. I think it's actually about honoring both sides and that it actually makes perfect sense that of course there's gonna be an empathic response and you know, um, we're going to, to feel connected to 
to their experience, particularly if it's closer to, to home, and then also going, I give myself permission to feel this gratitude and breathe in um, my current circumstances, which is actually the key for everyone alleviating their own suffering with the circumstances. Because if I breathe in my own ability to breathe with what is, suddenly some of that feeling torn starts to dissipate. Because really the only way through this, this global transition is to hold space for the ebbs and flows that come. So there's so our normal is now riding the wave rather than being attached to any particular outcome. So and 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 when we hold space in a collective like that to go, your experience is partly my experience and my experience is partly your experience and we share in that camaraderie, that's when we start to have a stability because there is a there's a universality to our experience mm. because grief really comes up when we feel separate and a sense of loss. Mm. So, so when we can bring back in that connection and that this is a universal shared experience and part of your experience is my experience and part of my experience is yours and we can be integrated and connected in that, then there's unity and solace and camaraderie and, and that's where we start to come out of this actually as um, a more uh, conscious collective which mm. which from my perspective is where I tend to um you know that's my north compass how do we come out of this as a as an increased um conscious collective so we've taken the treasure and the purpose um and found purpose and meaning through these big waves rather than being caught in the fact that oh this is a big wave and yeah. being being the um observer of mm. of the wave rather than rather than being knocked around in it and getting um, caught up in anger or blame or um, differences of opinion because none of that really matters in the... In the big scheme, yeah. yeah. And, and that's exactly right, Nicolette. It's like um, we, can, we can be holding on to this grief of what is and what was and the safety and all that sort of stuff and then it being reinforced by listening to all this stuff that everyone's saying and not actually it's not supporting our now moment to feel safe again you know so i feel um i know you ladies will be feeling it too uh, i feel this deep sadness in the collective mm. and i think it's important no matter for each individual where that sadness is coming from that us for us to acknowledge that it's there and that we're all experiencing some level of grief and and sadness and honoring each other yeah and and absolutely i love that and one of the things that was coming up for me while you were both talking is um you know you know in in relation to helen's statement of the mixed emotions and and even just feeling grief and you know like and and lack of support and safety and all the the other things that come with that uh, is to in any moment that you're feeling that to you know breathe in through your mouth your nose and as you breathe out through your mouth just imagine that all that energy is going out through your tailbone or out through the bottom of your um, body and you're just releasing all of that energy so that that's giving you a reprieve 
in the cells of your body so that you know, oh, I'm going to just sink back in into my body and um, let some of that energy of, of chaos that's, that's happening, you know, within the nervous system to slowly dissipate and just have a moment to pause. Okay, I'm here. This is what's happening in my world and my reality right now. And this is what I can do. Mm. So, you know, what is it that I can, you know, now I've had that moment, I'm feeling just slightly better, you know, depending on how, how much you want to do it, you might be able to, you know, if you've got half an hour, you can, you can do it for half an hour. If you've got time for one breath, one pause, one moment, clear it out. Okay, I'm feeling a bit better. What do I need to do now? And, and that's going to help you let go of all of that stuff and the, the, you know, the, the stuff that's um, inflamed within your body to come back to the present. Yeah, to come back into the present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just being reminded of a little synchronicity as well. Um, yesterday, I by happenstance heard a little quote that I'm fairly sure it was John Lennon's grandmother. To your point earlier, Elizabeth, about language and being able to label things and and the power of acknowledging, okay, I've got sadness here, this is a grief response, um, you know, and then then being able to let it go. In in that moment, recognising that my heart or body is communicating to me that I really care because that's all the grief response is. This my my body and mind and spirit is just indicating to me how deeply I care and that's okay. This um this quote about John Lennon's grandmother, she said, um, words are magic. You were not grieving, you were healing. Mm. And that was just such a powerful oh. reframe. Yeah, for me. And it actually brought tears to my eyes. I know. Yeah, 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 and it's um, yeah, I, I've got shivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's not, yeah, and and that was the very first time I'd heard that, and you know, when I heard it, and I'd heard that she had these, um, you know, was deeply rooted in Eastern philosophy, and then you see how that transitioned through John Lennon's music and and some of the messages there. You can really hear that inner wisdom throughout mm. it and, and that, mm. that ability to acknowledge I am healing, mm. just that change as a culture. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it, um, it dramatically changes how we um, nurture ourselves. Mm. You know, and, and suddenly it doesn't have to be something that is behind closed doors or that, you know, isn't... Um, you know, that, that people are fearful of because if I'm healing, then there's growth and life. And, and again, to your point, Elizabeth, about being something that we move through, that that um, that healing process and, and walking through. If I am healing through that, the imagery that I get is literally the green shoots growing as I'm healing. And then suddenly yeah. there's new life and breath and, and that then becomes inclusive. Mm. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so that popped up and yeah. Yeah. Um and and I just wanted to add to that um one of the things that's really important for us all to remember is that in this moment of information technology 
um, we can recognize and, and um, access any information that we choose to validate our um, response to what's going on. So if you want to believe this is a positive thing, then you can find and validate that there's, there's information to validate that. If you want to see this as a negative thing, there's information and, and uh, out there to validate that. So whatever you put into your reality, you're going to be able to validate that. Absolutely. So um, when you think about this from a spiritual perspective, then wouldn't it be great if we were as, you know, spiritual beings that are all here having a physical experience validating that we are transitioning into a higher process here and a higher vibration and focus on that yeah. rather than the doom and gloom of it because the more of us that do that and I'm I'm um, inviting and encouraging all eight people that are on here watching thank you we all love we love you all um, to to focus on that at least this week to you know be aware of when you move into the doom and gloom of it and just go wait a minute we're we're grieving we're healing and mm -hmm. we're going to transition and this is a beautiful positive thing and I feel a lot more lighter because of it you know and and start raising that vibration of the planet as individuals so that we can help support the collective to transition quicker as as um spiritual leaders i think it's really important to um hold space for for everyone who's transitioning and be that that example of of what we're focusing on and with exactly what you were just saying elizabeth so um yeah i think i think that if if we all took that mantle of um, taking responsibility for what we're focusing on. Mm. It's, yeah, it's really important. And, and that um, allows other people to do the same or encourages other people to do the same by, by the example that we lead. Oh, I just got to say, I love that, Nicolette, that, that whole thing of take responsibility that's that's so powerful take responsibility for what you're focusing on because we can get so caught up that you know the little me is just what can i do well take responsibility on what you're focusing on because everything first right so um that's so beautiful so we've i've just we've just had <laughs> i really love this We'll have to have Asher on more often so that we can. Oh, I would all... love that. I would love that. Yes. This is such a beautiful to, um, beginning to my week, you know. I feel yeah. like real, really, really enriched. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for allowing me to be part of a little uh, your guys' spiritual vibes. You know, yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we all get on. Like we flow and dance really well together, mm -hmm. right? So we all get yeah. on extremely well and. So what's happening for you? Uh, we always finish with what's happening for us for the week. Um, so I'll, as as our guest, Asha, what is happening for you this week and have you got anything that you can promote um, to the ladies that are on here? Yeah, sure. Um, so so this week is actually, uh, my week is actually wrapping up with my second wedding anniversary. So I've got some um, time away with, with my husband, which is really nice. So, um, so it's a bit of a special week in that way, in that way for me personally. Um, 
I, I will be running a free webinar um, before too long on the uh, the framework that I that I teach to to kind of give people a little bit of a map on how to move from you know grief um, suffering through to that but a higher level of um, conscious being so so if they'd like to keep an eye out for that I'd really um, love to contribute to your you know your beautiful tribe in that way and if then, you can put that in um, when you get that all ready if you want to put yeah. that in the link um, in the in the I know that you'll have to do it in women of light I'm assuming that are you you're okay with that too Nicolette I shouldn't yeah I shouldn't present yeah. it um yeah just just put it in the links um in the thread and so people can access it that'd be great beautiful thank you yeah yeah I would love to to continue to share the journey with you know all the beautiful light workers and, and wonderful women you've um you know brought into into our sphere and um and then if they I, there's also a little free PDF that they can download on Light Towers website, which is my company, which also takes them through um, a few kind of perceptual traps that the mind will easily go into, particularly in times of grief, and then a little um, technique on how to change state out of that. Um, so, so that's there for them to, to download freely as well. And I can pop a little link there so they can find that. Awesome. Sounds excellent. Thank you, Ash. Yeah. We've loved having you on. Ah, thank you so much. It honestly is such a joy. It's such a privilege. Yeah. Nicolette, what's happening in your world? You've got your art gallery launch. Yes, my gallery opening is on the 24th. Um, so if you're in Toowoomba or close by Toowoomba and would like to come to that, that's at 6 p.m. on the 24th here in my gallery space. Um, and so I'm working on that and I'm just wrapping up my fourth deck of Oracle cards, which is uh, I'm super excited about because it's literally a catalogue of all of the meditations that I have done um, and recorded, a QR code on one side of the card and my latest um, set of artworks on the other side. So I'm, I'm just in the midst of wrapping that up today and putting it to print so that I have it here for the gallery opening. So. Oh, that's awesome. I saw that um, you did a beautiful dolphin blue, like there was a there was one I saw in your Insta story, or not an Insta, I think it was a Facebook story um, the other day, and um, and I just, oh, like, wow, you, you know, it was, it was beautiful. The, I mean, all of your artwork is beautiful, but that one I just went, oh, wow, that's amazing the way you've put that all together. So, And there's actually a meditation in there that Asher and I led together. Um, yeah, so she makes a, an appearance in that deck. Oh. I will also be um, absolutely front, um, you know, I'll be knocking on the door early for Nicolette's opening on the 24th <laughs> and, um, and be there with, you know, most probably Bells a bottle of champagne in tow. So, um, no, but, no, don't turn up too early with the champagne, Asha, because... Okay, okay good point, good point. Um, but... Um, and, and just on that, you know, I've been so privileged in um, in experiencing Nicolette's beautiful gallery space. And every time I walk into her into that space that she has created, I I just have this um, sense of overwhelming warmth. And each and every time, I take this really deep breath, and it's like ah, so. <laughs> 
be my, my um, you know. Come and breathe it in, people. Come yeah, and come and breathe it in. Come and breathe it in because it, it really <laughs> is magical. It's such a special place and, and I love being able to, to visit there every time that I do. I'm, I'm lucky and privileged that I actually did have the opportunity to see the space as well and, and know what you're talking about. Um, unfortunately, I won't be able to come to the gallery viewing unless I do the online one, which I did think you're doing. Yeah, I'm going one. to do, yeah. you know, do an online one after. Yeah, so I'll, be, I'll have to go to that one. So um, what I've got on is in three days' time is my monthly meetup. Uh, Women of Light Movement Monthly Meetup, and it's um, it's on how to get meditations and visualizations, oh, affirmations to work for you. So that's on in three days' time. So we'll be able to pop the link in uh, to this as well. Um, I should have told Irene to do that already, but <laughs> I didn't think of it. So yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, ladies. And um, looking forward, thank you everyone that's been on here and um, and staying with us all the way to the end because we have gone a little bit over. But uh, we would love to see you back on, Asha, I'm sure. Um, we'll have to have a well, chat about that. Well, it's a big level. yes from me. So <laughs> you, just, you just tell me when yes and me. Um, I will be yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because one of the things about spiritual bites, right, is we didn't say, we just said spiritual bites. So it can end up being whatever we want it to be you know like it's going to be um created you know it, it will just you know merge and evolve as it goes along so you know at different times we could have different people it's it's very exciting about the whole process right so absolutely, yes. absolutely. so everyone look forward to seeing asha more on spiritual bites thank you so much for attending all the way through and for putting all your beautiful comments in and um, thank you, ladies. I'll catch you and have a good weekend. A good week. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm ready already for the weekend. <laughs> Take care, everyone. See ya.